Around 1 a.m. on January 20, 1996, farmers Erlina and Yuriko de Freitas were woken up by their cows rustling outside. When they got up to see what was causing their cows to freak out, they saw an object the size of a bus surrounded by smoke. It was steadily falling from the sky. The couple watched the object fall for nearly 40 minutes before it went out of view. This was the beginning of what is now known as the Varginha, Brazil UFO sighting. Welcome back to another Foolish Wonders podcast, the podcast about anything and everything. Today, we're going to be talking about the Virginia, Brazil UFO sighting, which actually took place in the late 1990s, so not that long ago. Woo, before internet. Before, <laughs> true, like kind of slightly before, yeah, like modern kind internet. Of slightly, yep. Yeah, alrighty. So, continuing on from like our intro, uh, so this took place the same night as when the De Freitas saw this big object falling from the sky. This is like around the same time that they saw that. On a nearby highway, a pilot named Carlos de Souza also saw the falling object. He thought it was a falling plane at first, so he followed it to like look for wreckage and see if he could help anybody. However, when he got to the place that he thought that this object landed, it was already swarming with military and other personnel surrounding the burning wreckage. So he did see something that crashed he didn't get to see exactly what it was he did it he did although notice that it wasn't a plane he did see however strange silver metal shards scattered around the ground and then when he like tried to kind of see what it was more someone came up to him and asked him to leave and to never talk about what he saw but he did so he kind of broke that yeah i was like what he did (laughs) he broke that rule all right so later that afternoon the local fire department received a call about a strange animal walking through the forest it was between in between two neighborhoods so witnesses ca- recall firefighters showing up to the scene being followed by soldiers with guns. Two gunshots were later heard, and a short while later, the soldiers were seen leaving with two large bags. Hmm. So that's not terrifying at all. Wabbit hunting. <laughs> They're out wabbit hunting, hunting for wabbits. Wabbits. Uh, so later yet that afternoon, around 3 p.m., two young sisters, Liliane and Valkyria, I apologize if I'm saying this wrong. I'll try to like put like a pronunciation thing in there. Um, along with one of their friends, Katya, I took a shortcut home through a vacant parking lot. This wasn't like the most normal thing that they did, but they wanted to get home and this is a, a shortcut. They just took home. a shortcut. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So on the walk home, the three girls encountered a strange creature. This creature was reported to be hairless humanoid-like with large red eyes, oily brown skin, V-shaped feet with long fingers, and three rounded bulges on top of its head. Kind of like the beginnings of horns. Ew. It (laughs) sounds like Gollum with... With a wig. <laughs> Gollum with horns. braids. Yes, it does. Yep. That's kind of what I thought, too. And some of the illustrations, if you look up illustrations for this, it does look like Gollum hunched in a corner. Yeah, it looks like Gollum with braids. <laughs> it does. Like cornrows or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it was later compared to the South American mythical creature called the Chupacabra. But wait, I thought the Chupacabra is supposed to be like, like a wolf sort of thing with fangs, like a pig beast with fangs. It kind of is, yeah. So I think mostly, so like what they equated to that was that it was hairless, it had glowing red eyes, and um, I think the I think another one was like the pointed feet. So like those are the three characteristics that are like, oh, it could be related to the Chupacabra. And also like the creature, the 
chupacabra, the creature also emitted a strong, unpleasant smell like sulfur. Oh, ew. So that's also if you like look into any paranormal things, the smell of sulfur is always like Rotten a warning. Eggs. Yeah, it's like always like a warning of something evil. So like if you think isn't like the um, the skunk ape, um, that one has like a bad smell, or even like Bigfoot in general is kind of related to a bad smell. But um, I always thought it was just like smelly because not in like the sulfuric like rotten egg smell, but smelly like <laughs> they don't wash them, bathe or anything. <laughs> I think I think if I remember correctly that the skunk ape is more of like a sulfur smell. Um, Bigfoot in general is just like bad smell. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so there's multiple things like if you look into like demons and stuff, those smell like sulfur as well. So then when these three girls looked at the creature, the creature looked at them in a dazed, wobbly manner. And they, of course, ran off, which I'd hope anybody that encountered this thing would. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Book it for the hills. (laughs) Book it. So then a little while later, the girls returned with the sister's curious mother to the site where the mother reported the offensive ammonia-like order. So she didn't, the mother didn't see the creature, but she did. She smelled it. She smelled it. She still had like a lingering sulfuric smell. Why did they go back? I always hate that. Why do these people go back? That's a good question. It's like a, a horror movie trope, right? Yeah, you're like, it why is. would you go back? It's like, just lock yourselves in, get a gun, and you know. Yeah. I guess, too, like part of it's like the curiosity because if nothing ever happens in your town, you're like, what is this? I have to figure out. Or like, if it's a danger thing, that's why they go back. But yeah. I mean, it's true, but you know, the saying, curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, yeah it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cat got killed by Gollum with dreadlocks. <laughs> the poor cat. Mm-hmm. So, Later that night again, uh, during a rainstorm, two police police officers reportedly saw a strange animal collapsed at the side of the road. One of the officers picked up the creature and took it to a local hospital. They must not have, like, really looked at it because if they did... But it's dark during a rainstorm, right? It's dark, yeah. But, like, when you take it into your, like, car, you'd think you kind of look at it. Did they take it in to the car? They look, it, took it to a local hospital. Yeah, they had to transport it. So <laughs> I don't think they're just going to walk it. I guess I don't know how close it was to the hospital. I would have put it in the trunk. <laughs> Put a sad, lonely animal in the back of your trunk. Yeah, put it in <laughs> okay. the trunk. I mean, I don't want it waking up. Fair enough. Yeah, you don't know what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So when they got to the hospital, they had set up this hospital. Apparently, had set up a special quarantine area by the time that the officers arrived. So they radioed ahead and were like, "Hey, we're bringing in this thing. We don't know what it is." Uh, so they had this thing, this area set up for it. And supposedly, this quarantine area was to be used as an area for the hospital's first cardiac cardiac surgery. So that's kind of their explanation of why this quarantine area was already kind of set up why would it if it was an animal why wouldn't they bring it to i don't know an animal hospital exactly that's the thing um we'll kind of get into like why they might take it to the actual hospital instead of just like an animal hospital um that's one of the the cover-up stories we'll get into that in a second so during the following days the areas surrounding both the city's hospitals saw a rise in military surveillance (sighs) residents also reported animals at the local zoo that they became sick without any explanation so then these animals from the zoo were then taken to labs where they were studied and it was found in their intestines they found an unfamiliar toxic substance what, so like, what was it they don't know they That's don't just, know they don't really know it was like unfamiliar substance that just made them sick they don't really know if it was like a chemical it was most likely a chemical but they don't know what it was okay that's weird yeah so in and in 2006 interview the three women that first saw the strange creature so they actually went back and found these three these three ladies okay they hunted them down yes that's <laughs> good that's good journalistic work yes 
So in this interview, uh, many believe that these men were government aid government agents, or most likely, if you look into like paranormal stuff, men in black come in like come up very often. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. I yeah. Was like, did they ask them if they look if any of these men happen to look like Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> I don't think so. Was that, <laughs> when did the first Men in Black come out? Was that early two thousand? Nineteen ninety something. Let me look it up. I think the late nineties. Okay. Let me look it up. Hold, please. <laughs> 1997 was when the first Men in Black movie came out. Okay, so like right before, right after this encounter, and like when they supposedly ran into these government agents, is when Men in Black came out. Interesting. Okay. Might have been them. Might have been. So an official inquiry led by the Brazilian military authorities concluded that in, two, in 2010, that the Silva sisters had actually come across a homeless, mentally unstable man nicknamed Modinho. Mud? What? Modinho. Modinho? Modinho, I think. I'll have to go back and listen to that pronunciation. Um, but apparently this man was covered in mud. And that's scary in itself. It is. It is. If you, this is why people, this is like their cover-up story kind of. Um, so I think, honestly, I think that's a little bit more scary to me than like an alien. It, yeah, honestly, yeah. Humans are the most terrifying because mm-hmm. even like if you think about like in a, um, a ghost haunting or whatever, if it's a ghost, like that's something like you can kind of understand. But like when you actually think about if that was a person doing stuff to you, that's terrifying because then they can actually hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, serial killers are a lot more scary than ghosts (laughs) i agree so this is why like this is like their cover-up story kind of thing if it is a cover-up story and this is why if the police officers saw this man like this homeless man that was known to be homeless um why they took him to the actual hospital instead of an animal hospital oh so they're saying that they found him the, the the policemen also found him on the side of the road yeah, so like what that's what the, they're okay. saying is like they think all this was just this man that was known to be homeless, and that yeah, that's why they took him to the real hospital, and uh, yeah, all that. So it was kind of Gollum with braids. <laughs> So the commander of the 24th Police Battalion Military, quote, presented photographs of the man who possibly probably had some mental disability and whose physical characteristics matched the description of the creature. This makes it likely that the man being dirty due to the heavy rains and seen crouching by a wall was mistaken by the three terrified girls as a a space creature. It was said that he was thin, had a large head, and was known to crouch on streets. Ah, I hope they helped him if that was the case. I know, I really do too and they weren't just like you know just i don't toss know him aside or yeah like toss him aside like give him what, like a you know the hotel scrubs or like one of those hotel <laughs> sheets you know like the the sheet where your ass sticks out oh like the a hospital thing. thing yeah the hospital gown that's what it is hospital gown yeah. <laughs> like the hotel sheets um <laughs> <laughs> I hope they just didn't give him like a a hospital gown, you know, band-aids. Yeah, I gave him like a sponge bath and was like, get. Yeah, I really hope so. They helped him. Mm -hmm. Or like brought him to a shelter or something, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. However, after this this quote came out from the the commander, the three women that actually saw the creature denied this theory and still stick to their original story. I would say, yeah, (laughs) they say like, no, it was a creature glowing red eyes and it wasn't a man covered in mud. In documents that had recently been released from the Ministry of Aeronautics, it was documented that there had been an earlier UFO sighting in Virginia in 1971, so almost like 15 years earlier. This UFO was spotted by a few people that said it was a silver, it was silver and oval shapes. It also emitted a loud noise, so pretty, pretty similar to the one that they saw in 96. Oh, was the, did it also, the one in 96 also emit a loud noise? Um, I guess like, I didn't, I think so, but I didn't really hear, mostly it was just like the 
um, the fritas, they their cows were freaking out, so they woke up and they saw this giant thing falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a huge noise, I don't think, but it was like a sil- giant silver, not plain looking thing <laughs> that was oh, falling. The cows always seem to know what's up. They do like animals in general. It's it's like, like cows are like they seem to be more you know receptive. Yeah, they could be. It could be like something in their like their hearing or something where they can pick stuff up. And well, they're the, always the ones that are getting st- stolen by aliens in the first place. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe like, they teach them that in cow school. Yeah, you know, just like beware of these flying machines. That's yep, public enemy number one. <laughs> yep. All right. So some people believe that the creature spotted in 1996 was related to sightings of the chupacabra. The chupacabra creature was first seen in 1995, so just a year before. So is it all that too far-fetched that the fear of this creature may have altered what was actually seen that night? Eh, not really. So the chupacabra was in description is actually quite similar to, to the description of the Varginha creature. The chupacabra, or goat sucker. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ooh. Do you know what they do? Like chupacabras? Like, do I know them? For? Yeah. Like, do you know like what they do? Like what they're kind of known for? I thought they go and, well, obviously they murder like livestock. Yeah. They like suck the blood out of Yeah. Like a Dracula. Uh, like yep, a vampire. Much, yeah. Like a goat vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... It is described as a creature that stood upright and resembled a large reptilian kangaroo with huge red eyes. It also has long toes and is hairless. So it's very similar to this creature that they saw. Yeah. And then I did come across a couple of videos of like actual interviews with the three ladies that were that saw this creature. So Mm -hmm. I'll leave those definitely like in the show notes. And um, so you guys can check them out goes into like them saying like no this is what we saw like they reiterated what they saw that night so i don't know i believe that there is something weird going on there i don't know for sure like if it's an alien i don't know but it is like all these coincidences with all these people seeing things like falling from the sky or like seeing all these military people around like that's it's something to something to look at I wish they would have had a camera on them. I know, like on the military personnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see what you're doing. Yeah, that's kind of one of those things too, like with, um, it's like in that time frame of like video quality isn't great, but it's also not as easily doctored up, you know, to like edit all these like yeah. special effects and things. Mm-hmm. So like for some reason, like that's kind of like the time frame where I trust that video more, that video footage, because nowadays like anything can be altered, right? Because like you can edit like Lady Gaga sitting next to you. <laughs> so True. like have you... Have you seen um, the thing called deep fakes? Yeah, I've watched the ones with Tom Cruise. Those are terrifying. It is creepy, especially if you know you're a famous person and it gets too realistic. Like the deep fakes, it's like it's kind of stealing your identity. I don't know. Stuff might get sketchy in the future. There might be surveillance videos of Tom Cruise um, robbing a Target. I don't know. (laughs) Target Target specifically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what do you think, Kendra? Um, I think it was a chupacabra with very long hair. They're, they're, they're hairless. So. But these the lady said it had long hair. They, they had um. I said that they had a hairless humanoid with large red eyes, oily brown skin, V-shaped feet, long fingers, and then three rounded bulges on its head, kind of like horns, or as you said, cornrows. So where the hell did I get the braids from? It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know. No, it's hairless though. Oh. So. Well, I guess it's a hairless chupacabra. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm kind of leaning towards is like connect to that creature. Yeah. Where did I get the braids from? The horns. You probably like mixed up or like all oh, the horns and this photo looks like a or this illustration looks like cornrows. So you're like, oh, it has long cornrows. <laughs> 
Yeah, it does look like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that image from the image on there, it looks like it has like long, stringy brown hair, like it's balding. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. Okay, but it's not. <laughs> That's probably why you got confused. That's yeah. why I got confused. Okay. Yep. All right, I'm not losing it yet. <laughs> Alrighty, so to end up in this podcast, we're gonna end with a fun fact. Let's see. Alright, would you like number seven or number fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. Alrighty. So for twenty years, a cat served as mayor of an Alaskan town. Aww. That's, That's a long time for a cat. It for twenty years, yeah. It must have started when it was a kitten. Wow. Career politician. <laughs> yes, it should run for office. So in nineteen ninety seven, an orange cat named Stubbs became <gasps> an honorary mayor of the Alaskan town in Talkanita with a population of seven hundred and seventy two people in the year two thousand. It would not have taken too many votes to earn the position as and the small town did not actually have a real human mayor anyways, but Stubbs proved to adapt to the role, gaining fans from around the world and serving on the position for years, greeting tourists and becoming a beloved symbol of the town until his death in two thousand and seventeen. Oh, so I can't live for a long time. That's I'm impressive. That's awesome. Thank you for uh, thank you for your service, Mayor Stubbs. Yeah, he's cute. There's actually been like a few um, like cats and dogs. I think I've seen like in small towns as mayor. I've heard one in Minnesota. It was a dog that was a mayor. Was there really? I have to look this up now. Yep, his name is Duke. Uh, his- he was honorary mayor of a small Minnesota village since 2014 and passed away on February 21st at the age of seven of 13. So actually oh, wasn't a very old dog. He's cute. He's a very cute, fluffy little a dog. Big fluffy white dog, and he has a little top hat with a little <laughs> um oh little thing that says mayor around his neck. He's adorable. Yeah, oh. it's like a big fluffy bear. He's so cute. We need Inca. More I think we <laughs> found your new career path. Please make Inca a mayor. That needs to be the cover art for this episode. We have like the alien and then Inca with a mayor hat. With her blank stare. <laughs> she might do, you know, pretty well. That'd be cute. Inca for in- president 2024. For honorary president. Oh no, she's going to be real. She's president. Okay. <laughs> All right, Wanderers, thank you so much for listening to another Foolish Wanderers podcast. If you have any ideas for future episodes, please feel free to email us at fwplisteners at gmail.com. And as always, new episodes of the FWP are released every single Wednesday, Thursday, depending on the day. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And make sure you remember to like, subscribe, comment, and if you want to help us out, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really helps us out. And make sure... Vote for Inca 2024. <laughs> it's a write-in on their ballot. Yep. Inca for president. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Wanders, for listening. We'll see you guys next time.